There are some podcasts that I record with the added benefit of knowing I will need to go back to it as I start to sort of slip out of this new habit that I figured out. This is one of them. Two hacks to maximize your day right here. First, move like you have somewhere to be, even if you don't. Second, eat the frog. Do the hardest or most annoying or a thing you actually want to procrastinate on first. On days when I do both of these things as planned, my days are so much more productive and honestly, more fulfilling and rewarding too. So today, we're talking about getting the most out of your days with two easy-to-implement hacks. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I am always reading and listening and consuming as much content as I can about how different people maximize their day, get the most done, and not even just like checking things off their to-do list, but feel the most fulfilled and are making progress towards whatever it is they want to work towards. So, and this is not just in business, but in life and in your own personal growth and development, maybe it's with your family or your career, whatever it is, I am super interested in people's habits and their lifestyle and the way that they do things to get the most done and maximize each day. I really try to live each day full out. Some days I'm better at it than others. Some days are more work days and efficiency days and other days are enjoying life and for the goal not to be productive at all, but the goal to just be out in the world, be at the beach or just hanging out with family and eating and maybe picking up different types of food or going on a hike, going on different adventures, whatever it is, I always try to maximize the day. And I'm always trying to learn and try out different things. So today I'm telling you two different hacks that I've tried that I think are some of the best and they're easy. Sometimes I will read a book that's so full and rich with information and facts and tips and hacks but after I read it, I'll try out a couple things maybe, but it feels so it feels so dense and it feels like such a big change that often I don't implement it or I forget about some of it. So I love a hack that's simple that I remember and it's really easy to implement. And I think that these two things are exactly that. First, move like you have somewhere to be. So you know how not like not like you're racing like you're late for work or you're late for an appointment and you barely shower and you run out the door without eating. Not like that. Not like you're on fire. But you know how you move when you have somewhere to be. Like you're efficient with your shower, you get dressed, you get ready, you get you go through all the steps, not in a stressed way, not in a panicked way, but like you're just moving through it. Now, have you ever had those days where you don't necessarily have set times that you need to do things and those same tasks that you do take twice as long? 
So maybe you're taking a shower, you're getting ready, you'll check social media, then maybe you get ready a little bit more, and then you check your email, then you blow dry your hair. And before you know it, what maybe is a 30-minute process for you is now an hour and a half because you keep stopping and you kind of get distracted, whatever it is. For me, I've really seen the biggest difference in this. I mean, sometimes I I look up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just tweezing my eyebrows. And then I just thought about, you know, shoes. I wanted to go look what size I was, you know, all things that are fine. But if we're talking about maximizing our day and like squeezing every moment that we can out of our day, I think that if we think of our days like you have somewhere to be and doing those tasks, you know, in the amount of time that you need, but not dragging them out, you will have such fuller days. So I just tell myself, I don't have anywhere I have to be at a certain time, but I want to move through these things. So I set a task and I try to tell myself, okay, for the next 20 minutes, I'm getting ready. I'm doing nothing else but that. Okay. For the next 20 minutes, I'm catching up on emails. I'm doing nothing else but that. I flip my phone over. I'm not responding to text messages. I'm not checking social media. I'm just sitting down and say, okay, perfect. I've got a solid 20 minutes to get as much done as email on email as I can. Now, I think that a lot of times in weeks when I've looked back on times when I wasn't as productive, it it was those days when I had like nice long stretches of a day, which is amazing. You can get so much done if you don't have in different interruptions or appointments or meetings or Zoom calls or kid pickups or, or whatever it is, you know, breaking up your day. For me, that's the hardest to be productive is when you have 15, you know, different breaks in the day. It's so hard. So when you do get that nice long stretch of time, it can be tricky though, because you don't have certain things that you have to be doing at certain times. And you know how sometimes you hurry up and get through something if you know you need to go. You know, say I'm say I'm taking notes and doing research for a podcast. I could do that for three hours. But if I know I have, okay, I'm going to sit down. I already know what I'm going to do. I have one solid hour to write my outline, record the podcast, send my notes over to my assistant to get it published. I'll sit down and get it done because I'm not going to be distracted. I'm only going to do what's the most important. I always was so fascinated. I'm, I'm still so fascinated with the eight hour traditional work week and I work day. And I honestly think that most of us, if we had just four hours, we could get the same amount, not in all industries, but I think in a lot of industries, especially like traditional office jobs, you know, I think that a lot of us could get done in four hours what we do in eight hours if we knew we only had four hours. Like, you know, if you've ever had a job like this or if you do now and say you have to leave early for a doctor's appointment, maybe a lot of the things just don't happen and then it's fine. A big part of this is automate, eliminate, and delegate. And we're going to get into doing, filling your day with things that you like to do. But I'm telling you, when I go into days, I'm always asking myself, what can I automate, eliminate, or delegate? Because I think that thinking about that eight-hour work work day versus a four-hour work day, some of the things that are actually on your to-do list might not even really matter. Like if you didn't actually do them, maybe it would just be fine. And I think when you shrink that work day into four hours, you focus because you know I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta work, I gotta work like hell here to get the same amount done. And a couple things happen. First, you just scratch the things that don't really matter. Second, you stay clear and focused and you don't let yourself get distracted because you know you're on a time schedule. 
So I think it's really valuable if we all sort of approach our days in this way, thinking that you're just going to do this task for a set amount of time. And I really think that things that take us a lot longer, we can, if we're just a little bit more efficient with it and, you know, move, move like you have somewhere to be, we can get it done much faster. Sometimes I'll be in the kitchen for two hours at night doing the kids' food and then Craig and my food and then clean the kitchen. And I'm like, my gosh, that was a solid two hours. Where if I plan a little bit more and I just tell myself, okay, I've got 30 minutes. I'm making all the meals in 30 minutes and then 20 minutes for cleanup and that's it. No more than that. You know, I'm just moving. I'm moving like I have somewhere to be. Not to say that you can't ever just kind of chill out and relax, but I'm always so aware of the fact that every minute you're spending doing something is, you know, an infinite amount of things that you're not doing in that same minute. So I'd rather not spend over an hour getting ready in the morning. I want to spend 20 minutes. I'd rather not spend two hours in the kitchen at night. I'd rather spend a little less than an hour. So I think if we really want to get the most out of the days, experience the most, be the most productive, doing this, moving like you have something to do and giving yourself little time limits for things really helps. And even if I'm just going to, if I want to really just sit on the floor and hang out with my kids, but I have a very full day, I'll say, cool, I'm going to do this for 20 minutes. For 20 minutes, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm going to be fully, fully present with them. Then even if the rest of my day is dealing with the house or house repairs or cleaning and laundry and cooking and all the things that we all do, I feel fulfilled in that way with my kids because at least I had 20 minutes here and there of really like rich time on the floor doing what they want to do. And I don't feel as overwhelmed with all the things because I'm just like, cool, I'm doing this for 20 minutes. Cool. I'm doing this for 20 minutes. And I like move from thing to thing, even if you don't have somewhere to be. I'm telling you, crunching the time just helps so much. The I'm telling you, these two hacks are simple, but gold when it comes to getting the most out of your days. And we'll get to the second one. But I think a really important thing to talk about in this whole topic as well is fill your day with things you like to do. Get in your tents. I think that when we're filling our days with things that we really love, it's so much easier to keep moving. And so because we're excited about what we're doing and we're happy. Do what gives you you energy and stop doing the things that make you feel tired. I am so fascinated with this, and I'm going to do a podcast on this at some point, about maybe you're not tired, maybe you just aren't excited about what you're doing. I think a lot of us are like, I'm tired. I am so tired. If people ask you are how you are, I think 50% of the time, 50% of the people I know would say, oh my gosh, I'm just so tired. And I think a lot of us, especially um, if you have a lot of things going on in your life, or you have kids, or you have a busy work life, or whatever it is, we are tired. But I think sometimes we're not actually tired. We're just not excited about what we're doing. But I'm telling you, for things that you must do, like pay bills, make doctor's appointments, all those things we just must do, be efficient with it and automate and and eliminate and delegate as much as you can. Automate the bill pay. Maybe you have, when you have babysitter at night, maybe you give them some tasks. I know some people um, say, well, I don't have help. I don't have an assistant or, and, and, and I've been there too, 100%. But 
we all have some sort of helping hands if you really think about it. Maybe it's a sibling or maybe it's a parent or maybe it's a relative, maybe it's a babysitter. I think that there's so many ways that you get really creative with it. You could leave your babysitter a list and say, here's a whole list of dinner reservations for the next month. Once the kids go to bed, will you please call, write it down, and then write me all the dinner reservations you were able to confirm. Things like that, a lot of times I think we procrastinate on because we just don't think of it or it's just kind of like, oh, when do I have 30 minutes to sit down and make advanced dinner reservations? Cool. Think about being efficient with it. Automate, eliminate, and delegate whenever you can. And really reduce the time that you're spending doing things you don't actually want to do. I think another thing that's really important in maximizing your day is start the day by getting up, get out of bed as as efficiently as you can, and move your body. I really think, and again, in reading and listening to so many different people and really successful people and interesting people and cool people who have done interesting things, they get up and move their body, whether it's a walk or whether it's an intense workout. I just think a physical change in a positive way creates a great mental change and puts you in a great headspace for the day. I think if you can avoid email and social media in the morning and before this happens, like it is, it's just so good for your mental headspace because you're not thinking about what you just saw on social or a problem that popped up in your email. You're thinking about moving your body or sweating or meditating or what you're grateful for. I think it just puts you in a great headspace for the day. And then you're not going around with high anxiety or stress or you you know how some days you just feel like you have the weight of your the the weight of the world on your shoulders and you almost aren't getting anything done like you're it almost has the reverse effect because you're so stressed or your anxiety is so high i think by taking time for yourself especially first thing in the morning you really have a happy body and a happy mind and it sets you up to be able to take on all those things that you want to take on during the day and i'm telling you carve out time for you, whatever it is, whether it's 30 minutes or three hours, I think carving out time for you alone to do things that make you happy just puts you in the best happy headspace to maximize your day because you love what you're doing for most of the minutes of the day. Okay. Now, the opposite of that, eating the frog. Now, if you have heard lots of different people talk about eating the frog. And for me, I think first eating the frog is doing your biggest task, your most important task first. But for me, I kind of think of it not as much as the as in this traditional definition that most people kind of say, which is do your the task that will move the needle in your life the most. That's true too. But for me, it's usually the thing that I want to procrastinate on. What's annoying? What is uncomfortable? What have you been dreading? Do that first. And if you can, plan it out the night before. Think, what do I really need to get done in the morning? What headache could I eliminate? What email have I needed to send but I'm lagging on? What do I need to handle? Eat the frog. Do the hardest thing first. Swallow it first. First, you're going to feel so accomplished. And you are going to avoid so many more headaches later because you've just handled it. 
I can't tell you in business how many mistakes I've made. Just maybe if I had a headache with something or a dispute with a vendor over a cost of something, and I just didn't want to deal with it. And then it became a bigger problem later, kind of like a parking ticket. Maybe you got an unfair parking ticket and you're just mad about the parking ticket. Rightfully so. I get it. But by procrastinating and putting it off and not dealing with it, you might get a bill three months later for five times the amount. I think we've all had that happen and it's like the worst regret. So that's exactly what I think of. Wake up and pay that parking ticket even if it's not fair because you're the only person that gets pained by it. Wake up, eat the frog. Decide what it is the night before. If it is not a quick thing, lay out the steps or at least mentally kind of lay out the steps so you know if it's something that's going to take several days or weeks or months, at least map it out and start your day doing one thing towards it. Or if it's something simpler, eat the frog. Send the uncomfortable email or send the sales email or make that call that sales call that you've been dreading because you're pretty sure you're going to be shut down, but you know you need to do it and you need to take a risk and you're going to stop doubting yourself and you're just going to go for it. I think eating the frog is the best thing. It saves you so much headache later and it takes that stress off your plate. I can't tell you how many times I have procrastinated on it. And then at the end of each day, I sort of feel like even if I got a lot done, I don't feel like I was productive enough. I don't feel that great feeling like, oh, now I'm going to have relax. I'm going to relax and eat dinner and have quality time with my family. I just feel that unsettled feeling. A lot of times that might be because you didn't eat the frog. You didn't do that hard thing, that annoying thing, that pain in the ass thing, pay that parking ticket thing. I just think if you wake up and do that first, you're going to feel accomplished early on in the day. Then all the other tasks you have are going to feel so much easier. They're just going to feel, it's usually the things that we put last, but I'm telling you, don't put it last, put it first. You'll feel accomplished. You'll feel so good at the end of the day and like, ah, done. And then make your plan for the next day of what frog you need to eat the next day. And they could be smaller or they could be bigger, but I'm telling you, whatever it is that you know you need to handle that you don't want to, just do it first. And the surprising thing about this, I'm telling you, is a lot of times the frogs are not huge things. So many things I procrastinated on end up being one minute, a one minute email or a 20 minute something, a 30 minute phone call. Sometimes things that I'll even procrastinate on for a month, that will be on my list for a month and it makes its way to the bottom of the list. And then I say, I'll do it tomorrow. And then I don't, and then I don't, and then I don't. And then when I finally do, I'm like, oh my gosh, That email took me less than five minutes. Now this problem is solved. Or maybe on the upside, maybe eating the frog is doing something that you have self-doubt about. Maybe you have this great idea and you want to do this thing and you need to reach out to someone for the next step. You keep doubting yourself and you think, what if if they tell me I'm out of my mind and there's no way I'm qualified for this? I think self-doubt can come into play a ton with this. But here's the thing. If you put your head down and execute, you will have such a better feeling at the end of every day. And you know, if you listen to the podcast, I'm all about putting yourself out there. And you know, when you're 90 and looking back, you're not going to think at all about the opinions of others, especially opinions of people you don't know or you don't know well, which I think is a lot of times what we worry about when we have self-doubt and when we stop ourselves from doing something. So I'm telling you the two tips. 
move. Move like you have somewhere to be, not panicked, not stressed, but like be efficient with your things. Take a shower, get ready, don't go in your closet and then check your email and then tweeze your eyebrows and then do all the things. Because I'm just telling you, if you want to have the most full days and have lots of different experiences and have time for conversations with strangers to learn new things and talk to new people and hear new stories and go on hikes and get outside and get some vitamin D and have time for friends, have time for your relationships, all the things that you want to do, I think are so much easier and you can fit in so much in a day if you move, if you move like you have somewhere to be. And if you need to do what I do, which is if I need to, if I find that I'm kind of lagging on something, I'll say, okay, 30 minutes, 30 minutes is all I've got. This has to be accomplished in 30 minutes, and you'll be surprised at how often you can actually do that. And second, eat the frog. Do that hard thing or that thing that's going to move the needle or the thing that's annoying that you're dreading that you want to procrastinate on. Do it first. I'm telling you, it will save you heartache later, and it'll make you feel so accomplished early on in the day. Just by doing these two things, I feel like if like if I really do this exactly how I want, I get at least twice as much done in the day. And I'm telling you, I feel like I deserve to relax. You know, sometimes at the end of the day when you just feel like, oh, I just did not get enough done. I just want to, I'm tired, but I want to keep trying to work through my to-do list. Doing it this way, moving instead of kind of moving slowly and kind of lagging on things or being distracted, which is another huge one, Don't allow yourself to get distracted. Focus on whatever it is that you're doing. Be where your feet are. If you're doing emails, 30 minutes, I'm doing emails. If you're playing with your kid on the floor, these 20 minutes, I am playing with my kid on the floor. I'm doing nothing else. So that way you're giving full focus to each thing you're doing, and then you move on to the next thing. And before you know it, your whole day is filled with lots of different 30-minute things that are awesome. And even if some of them aren't your favorite things ever to do, they're probably good for you and good for your future or good for someone else that you love, good for your progress and your development in life. And this way, I've really found that I can keep moving towards goals and keep trying out new things and really enjoying life and living and not just living in this routine of where we do the same things over and over again. Again, I'll do more podcasts where I reference different books. These, I don't have any specific books where I kind of got the most thoughts for this, but I think it's just an accumulation of reading as much as I can get my hands on, especially about maximizing productivity. Um, but in future specific episodes, I will tell you some, I'll read you some little expert excerpts, and I'll tell you some books that I absolutely love sort of on this topic and on other topics, because I think the more I just love reading and learning and trying things out for myself. And I hope that you do the same. I hope that you try out these two hacks, move like you have somewhere to be, even if you don't and eat the frog. I think they will be awesome for you. I think they will really help you have very full and great, awesome days that are full of, you know, productivity and adventure and all the things that you want them to be filled with. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. 
For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.